When you look at yourself in the mirror, how would you describe what you see? I'm sure there's all kinds of adjectives you would use to describe it, but I'll bet one of them isn't the word millionaire. There's one person who would, and that's the government. It's time for Get More Retirement Radio with Bruce Smith. That's the reality of what we call the unseen millionaire. You don't see yourself that way, but when you hit that kind of wealth, you need a higher level of planning, a higher level of management for that wealth, and you better have a tax plan. It's time to ask the question, how much more can you get? It's time for Get More Retirement Radio. Hello again, and welcome to Get More Retirement Radio with Bruce Smith at the Wealthcare Investment Center. My name is Randy Cook, here each week with Bruce as we kind of go through what's going on out there and what's going on between your ears as far as how is this whole retirement thing going to work? You know, I haven't really sat down and talked to somebody about it and the nuts and the bolts and the uh, crossing the T's and dotting the I's and, and getting the spreadsheets out. I haven't done that. So what's involved with that? And you know, the, the, the studies say that only one in, in four people have an actual written plan. Only one in four people actually go see a financial advisor. And then we brought in last week that only one in four of those people have a plan in their, their financial plan to account for inflation. So, I mean, it just keeps going down and down and down. So that's why I bring this story in. And this one comes from Seeking Alpha, the website. And it says, most financial plans are set to fail miserably over the next decade. And I found that <laughs> a very strong statement because you figure if you've got a plan, you, you've got a leg up on everybody else. But this says most of these plans are destined to fail. So do you believe that? Do you think that's true? There's like 20 variables that go into these things, okay? If plans don't fail, the number one reason that a plan doesn't fail is because the people adjust their lifestyle downward to accommodate the problems the plan presented. Mm -hmm. If it underperformed, if the taxes were too much, if they didn't plan for a certain outlay of capital, if, if there was an unforeseen health event, whatever it may be, that's the part that, that, that you know, I'm, I'm, see, you got my blood boiling early in the show on this one, because, <laughs> you know, this is not only do we work with people that are near retirement, recently retired or been retired for a little while. We have some people who have been retired for 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. Mm -hmm. And when you sit down with these people and they, they give you the reality of what happened to their plan. I mean, the one we hear all the time, I remember when interest rates were 14%, sure. you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> and now they're one, two, you know, yeah. and it's basically, you know, I really had to pare back my golf game, or I had to pare back my travel, or I had to pare back. And whenever I hear had to pare back, I mean, I cringe. It's like, you know, because if you've hit all the marks in a plan, if you've done all the results in advance testing, what if the markets don't perform? What about underperformance? Have you considered that? We do in all of our planning. What about tax rates? Have you included that? We do. What if they raise tax rates? We do. What if they raise tax rates and the market underperforms? We do. What if there's a premature death of a spouse and you lose one of the income streams, the retirement income stream and or social security? What happens then? And you know what happens if all these dominoes start coming together? and working against you. At the end of the day, either you have enough money to maintain the lifestyle that you chose for you and your family, and you're able to accommodate that over your entire lifetime, or you end up taking the plan was not good enough, it didn't achieve the results, and you take a lifestyle cut. And that's the difference between having a plan and not having a plan, having a solid plan, 
versus an investment plan mm -hmm. and having a comprehensive plan that is tax inclusive that makes sure you're checking all of the boxes and you've looked in advance. Our thing isn't how great the plan can be. Our thing is let's look at all the ways the plan can fail and let's test it for that and let's try to make this thing as strong and durable as possible. Well, you're hitting on exactly what the article was talking about when you dive in there and, and say, okay, if, if most financial plans are set to fail miserably, why? And the reason that they give is they don't feel in this particular article that we're going to have another 10 years like we've just had 10 years. They don't think that the market is going to run at that particular rate. And a lot of financial plans are written and are dependent on market growth of 6 and 7%. And if that doesn't happen, according to them, the plan fails. So that's exactly what you were just talking about there. But let me, let me drill down on the tax thing here, because you have said in the past that you can't maximize your financial plan without a tax plan. Can a financial plan fail without a tax plan? Absolutely. The biggest thing with tax planning, and please, ladies and gentlemen, do not get you know sucked into the idea that Oh, he's talking about tax planning, so he's going to reduce my taxes. You know, yes, one of the byproducts is, is a goal, and, and we often achieve, you know, a significant reduction in your lifetime income taxes during retirement. That in and of itself can be a monster number, okay? And in the case study that we have on retirementtaxes.com, we talk about, you know, a wealthy person, but we also talk about a person who has a million dollars total in their 401k between the husband and wife. Now, when you look at that, the tax savings of their lifetime is about 200 grand, okay? But... The end of end of life value at age 90 is projected about $800,000 more money. We knocked off about $200,000 over their lifetime in management fees. We reduced the fee expense. We saved their heirs about a half a million dollars. So realistically, from having a normal plan, an investment-only plan, a typical traditional financial plan versus a tax freedom discovery plan, on a $1 million account, there was about a million five difference. But as far as tangible money during your lifetime that would now be unleashed and, and available to you, it's over a million dollars between keeping more of your gains because not having to share them with Uncle Sam, plus what you saved in taxes alone, there was a million dollars of projected additional benefit. So if you had a plan that wasn't working or a plan that was weak or a plan that wasn't able to accommodate unforeseen circumstances, if you had a million-dollar cushion that did not exist with your base investment planning, mm -hmm. isn't that something you should explore and take advantage of that opportunity? And Bruce has said many times on the show that, you know, being a, a guy who has spent uh, his time in the Navy in a submarine is he looked around at all the dials and everything that was on that submarine and said, what can break and what can kill me? And, and he goes about financial planning the same way, is what here is going to fail that can mess this plan up or make it fail? What can kill us? And I think that's a great way to look at retirement. Let's take a look at good markets, bad markets, flat markets. Let's take a look at, at high taxes, low taxes. Let's take a look at high inflation, low inflation, interest rate, all of that, and factor all of that in. And that's, that's what this show has all been about. And we encourage you to take that step forward and say, okay, I like the sound of that. Where do I go from here? And Bruce, we've set up a brand new website just a couple weeks ago, Retirement taxes.com. And there you have a brand new ebook, The Power of Tax Freedom Discovery Planning. What do people find when they go there? What are they going to take away? 
Retirement Taxes was built to help people understand. First of all, I really encourage people to take a look at the ebook. And again, it's not just about the tax savings. I liken it to the, some of these lottery tickets you see. You know, I love, you know, you, you spend five bucks or something for a lottery ticket, which I think is ridiculous, but okay. And it says, you know, 10 chances to win. And you're like, wow, that's only 50 cents a chance for five bucks. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a great deal. You know, and you have 10 chances to win. Now, how many people do you think get a lottery ticket like that and all 10 of them win? Not <laughs> okay. many. Yeah. Probably, yeah, one in a bazillion. How many have nine winners or eight winners? I mean, if you get one winner, you're typically happy. I love the people that pay five bucks for a ticket. They win two dollars and they're excited. It's like <laughs> the house just got three bucks. Hello. Yeah, right. So, you know, the tax freedom discovery plan is because taxes are woven throughout the fabric of a retirement plan. And if you don't have a plan at all, you know, you still have a tax plan. It's Uncle Sam's plan. And, and believe me, it's a very costly plan. It's a very inefficient plan. If you have a tax plan, all of a sudden, literally, you've got at least 10 chances to win. There's 10 areas that it will impact you. And you can win. And quite often, you know, we see over a 95% success rate, a 95% success in finding additional opportunities that you do not have now in your current planning. I mean, we, you know, we do hundreds of plans every year for people and we see this 95% of the time. So it's a pretty good bet that you probably have overlooked or ignored or your advisor has overlooked or ignored opportunities that they don't know about or they don't use in, in whatever it is they do. Most people just do investments. So in our case, we hit 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10, quite often. So, I mean, is it worth your time? Is it worth saying, look, is there a better plan? Is my plan good enough to get me through retirement? Maybe, maybe not. Or do I want a plan that's designed to maximize all of those opportunities? And it's very simple. The more money you have as a cushion, the better off you're going to be able to maintain the lifestyle you want for you and your family. But you've got to have a plan that hits all the marks. That's the key. Go to retirementtaxes.com. There you'll see that ebook, And there you'll see those 10 different things that can benefit you from having this kind of planning. You can also take a look at the video that Bruce has there for you. And you can also make an appointment with the team at the Wealthcare Investment Center. Again, it's at retirementtaxes.com. Check that out today. Or 888-888-5601 and just say, hey, heard the radio show, want to sit down, want to talk about this. How can this help me? 888-888-5601. So from 1935 to 1984, no social security check was taxed. Tax-free. That changed in 84, but only about one in 10 people made enough money that they would have their social security check taxed. Now, that number is 50% of people are seeing their Social Security check go down and taxed. This year, $36 billion of money that the Social Security Administration sends out will come right back. In 10 years, they believe that number will add up to about $650 billion that they send out will come right back to Uncle Sam in taxes. This is something that people don't know about. They should. But tax freedom discovery planning is one of the answers to this, isn't it? The government giveth and the government taketh away. <laughs> yes, they yeah, do. I mean, it's, I mean we, we call it a clawback maneuver. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's 
I mean, that's the government. Look, I'm giving you this benefit. I'm giving you this benefit. Well, I don't know. When I was a kid, I remember my, my mother telling me, you know, you should never give things and then take them back. Well, give and then, this, oh, but wait, hold on. We get our share. Wait, you gave it to me. What do you mean your share? You know, well, I'm only really net giving you part of it. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. here's a candy bar, but let me take a couple pieces off first and <laughs> give to you the rest. I mean, that just doesn't. it's still doesn't, a candy bar. Yeah. Yeah. But be thankful you got that and be happy with it. You yeah, know, yeah. No, I could hear my dad saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but when you talk about taxes on Social Security, people, it amazes me, number one, the number of people that are like, but I thought it was tax-free. You know, well, it's not. And one of the reasons why you're seeing more and more people paying taxes on their Social Security is because people are getting, now that they have the required distribution, and the required distribution on the money that they save for retirement is large enough that it triggers the taxes. Mm-hmm. So now here's where the ugly whammy comes in. So... If you're taking money out of your retirement account that you didn't need to take out, you didn't need it for income, but Uncle Sam, watch this, forces you to take it out, and it is 100% taxable, but because you took it out, it triggers taxation of Social Security. <laughs> so, I mean, this is this is a linking in the wrong direction, and the government knows this, and it's ugly, but here's the part, here's the part that just makes me feel bad phenomenally wonderful. I mean, when you see this in real life and you see what it does in real families, it's too cool. I've got a couple clients. They both retired about the same time. And at that point, they had about 700 grand in their 401ks and IRAs they'd never paid taxes on. So we applied to tax freedom discovery planning. And by the time they were 70, all of their money was in a tax freedom account. So they, they were never going to pay taxes on this money again. So all of their retirement monies are now in a tax freedom account. They don't owe Uncle Sam any money. It's all been taken care of. And so they get $45,000 a year out of their retirement account. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, think about that. Obviously, that's going to trigger Social Security taxation, right? Mm-hmm. The way that we do this, it's one of the only accounts that does not count for tax calculations for Social Security. So even though that they're getting 45000 a year out of their $1.3 million tax freedom account, they're also getting 45000 a year between them of Social Security. They do not pay one penny of taxes. Wow. They're getting $45,000 of Social Security tax-free. They're getting 45000 a year from their retirement account tax-free. They're getting $90,000 that, guess what? They get to spend all $90,000. We didn't peel one dime off and send it to Uncle Sam. They do their tax return. It's a zero effective tax rate. They pay no taxes, not a dime. And that's just one of the byproducts. But think about it. That $1.3 the reason that account swelled up is because they made gains and they didn't have to send any of those gains to Uncle Sam. So as you said, it snowballs in, in your analogy. Mm-hmm. You know, so they've seen their account grow significantly. They keep 100% of the growth. They're getting that tax-free income. They're getting tax-free Social Security. And the coolest part was a phone call that I got from them one day. Uh, the husband called and he's like, dude. You're never going to believe this. And I'm like, oh, what happened? He says, we qualified for low-income Medicare supplement. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) this is how it works. We had another gentleman, him and his wife came in, and they're like, hey, we decided that I think she had a hip problem or something, and they got it resolved. And she said, look, we're slowing down. We're going to take out some more money. We're going to jack up about another $25,000 a year coming out of our account. Is that okay? I said, yeah. He said, okay, how much do we have to send in on taxes? I said, nothing. 
what are you talking about? I said, well, that's why we did the tax freedom planning. 100% of your retirement account is tax-free. You don't owe any more taxes. This thing, when this thing grows, you keep it. He says, so you mean we don't have to take out like 35,000 or 32,000 and send 7,000 Uncle Sam and keep 25? I said, no, you take out 25, you get 25. And he's like, dude, this is why we love you. (laughs) (laughs) And ladies and gentlemen, this is not some, you know, send your money to the Caribbean. It's nothing like that. Every person out there has this opportunity and they don't realize it. But when we sit down and we show people, they're like, I didn't know I could do that. And it just makes common sense, Bruce. Any Anyone can do it, but knowing how to do it, have matured the process, have the tools, the experience, the knowledge to put it together and illustrate it to you in an easy-to-understand fashion where it's simply A, B. You know, which one do you prefer? You say anybody can do it, but the the sad part to me is that people don't think they have to do it because that person who got $45,000 in Social Security between the two and then they have $45,000 worth of income between the two. They don't think that they have that. They're looking at their retirement, you know, five years away going, we are set. I've got $90,000 a year in income. I'm going to live like a king in retirement. But the fact is, is if you don't have a tax planning element, that 90000 is subject to tax. And you don't even think about that because the prevailing wisdom out there has always been that when you get into retirement, you're going to be in a low tax bracket because you don't have a job anymore. But that is so untrue. And we really need to wake up to these facts, don't we? Yeah. And if you want the real bell ringer of this thing, and I hate going back on my, because you know how much I hate thumb rolls with a passion. Mm-hmm. I mean, all I can tell you is, is based on, I mean, we do somewhere, we've done north of 70 million a year in planning. This year we'll easily do over 100 million in planning. But here's the one thing I can tell you. If you've got a seven figure retirement account that you haven't paid taxes on, the combined benefits, the combined additional benefits, the enhancements across 10 areas of your retirement, quite often your projected benefits will increase by seven figures. So if you've, if you've saved six, a million, if, if, if you've, you've saved, saved a million, million, yep, and you add up all of the benefits, the additional wealth, the tax savings, everything else, it'll probably be a million dollars in, in many taxes. Cases. No, not just in taxes. I'm talking about, you know, you have the additional growth. If your account's worth an okay. additional $600,000 and you save this much in taxes and and you save this much in Social Security taxes, and we saved, I mean, just on the case of the case study, the Hartmans have a million dollars, a million dollars. We saved them $200,000 in taxes during their lifetime projected, okay? We saved their heirs a half a million dollars in taxes. Mm-hmm. There's a $700,000 combined tax savings right there. And there was about an additional million three in the account at age 90 because of the compounding of tax-free money. And the heirs, they don't have to pay the taxes, but there was about a million four of extra money that was handed off to the heirs. So here's a million dollar account, one family, one plan, one process added that created all of these additional benefits. There is nothing else like it. And you've overlooked it. You've ignored it. Your advisor doesn't know about it. 
if you want it, it's there for the taking, but you've got to take the first step. And you hear uh, Bruce use the, the Hartman example. You can see that right now. If you go to retirementtaxes.com, we'll ask you to put in very little information there, and you can download the new ebook, The Power of Tax Freedom Discovery Planning. Take a look at that example of the Hartmans. You may have saved about a million dollars or over a million dollars or somewhere nearby, and you can say, okay, my numbers are kind of like that. I wonder what my numbers, my exact numbers look like. So you see, here is where you sit down and you say, okay, I really want to know this and make an appointment and get with the Wealthcare Investment Center and sit down and run your numbers. You can start today by going to retirementtaxes.com. You can also give us a call at 888-888-5601. The thing is, is that you look at your account right now and you see the big number and you're saying, I like this. This is, this is getting good. But the fact of the matter is, is that big number does not do you that much good when you're in retirement. What is the number you should be looking at? And according to Sharon Epperson at CNBC, it is the number that that big number throws off in monthly income. You really have to think about what you're going to need in retirement, what you're going to get from Social Security, when you're going to take that money, how much you're going to have to withdraw every year. And that can change because when you first retire, you're probably most able to do all those things you really wanted to do, like travel and all the activities you plan. And so your expenses may actually be more than you'd anticipated because you're doing some extra things. Income is king in retirement. I mean, Bruce, that's one of the four pillars that you talk about all the time. You know, it's income, it's fees, it's taxes, it's it's these things that we need to be talking about. But how much am I going to get per month? Social Security tells me, but my 401k really doesn't, does it? Well, it's it's how much am I going to get? How much is Uncle Sam going to get? Well, there's that. Yes. <laughs> how much true. am I going to get from Social Security, and how much of that is Uncle Sam going to get? Okay. <laughs> and you just you just keep repeating. You know, how much gains are my investments throwing off, and how much of that will Uncle Sam get? You know, <laughs> and, and it's just you see, it's just this nasty thing that's woven through the fabric of your retirement that just keeps taking, taking, taking. But uh, yeah, I mean, retirement income, but being honest about retirement income is that, you know, think about, you know, I mean, now we're seeing gas prices going up. Okay. So obviously that bites into the, bites into the apple, but over time, you know, what's fuel going to cost 10 years from now? What's milk going to cost? What's bread going to cost? What's the necessities going to cost? What's travel going to cost? We don't know these things, you know, but that's the thing called inflation. So you've got to take how much you think you need, you know, now, and you want to be honest about that. That's why we look at, you know, your current expenses and then we say, okay, you know, what do you think those expenses will be in retirement? If somebody has a mortgage, you know, we're accounting for that mortgage, you know, until it's to be paid off. If it's 13 years left, we're going to have that uh, that necessary expense for the next 13 years. You know, you've got to put all these elements in there to truly understand what that burden is. What is that retirement income burden? When somebody said, you know, hey, I want to take a trip every year and it's going to cost me $3,000, $4,000, $5,000, $10,000, $20,000. We've plugged that in. You know, hey, I'm helping out my child in New York. You know, I said, well, what's it costing? Let's plug that in. How long is that? Good? What's the duration of that? So when people say retirement income, it, you know, it should not be this haphazard guess that's used so often inside of an investment plan. I mean, there's just so many people out there that are living under the delusion of, you know, well, I have a million dollars and I'm going to make an average of 6% return. That's $60,000. That's $5,000 a month. Yeah, I can live on $5,000 a month. 
I mean, and that's that's it. Seems kind of simple, <laughs> you know? doesn't it? Yeah. I, I mean, you're you're kind of like, wait a second. Yeah, that that all fits nicely. But let's see. Number one, are you making six percent? What happens when you have a losing year? Number one. Number two, uh, you didn't include any taxes. Uh, you didn't include any inflation. You know, it's just there's just so many things wrong with that. But that people love the convenience. They love the the the, the speed, the the velocity of, of an instant decision. Oh, it was easy. Now we've we've got that out of the way. Let's move on to something more fun. And you can't do that. You know, that's why only one in four Americans on average has an actual written retirement plan. For us, 100% of the people we work with have a plan. It's a living, breathing plan. When somebody comes in, we just had a gentleman and his wife move to somewhere warmer, smarter than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and it was funny. They had a condo, which was worth probably two or 300 grand at the beach. And they're going, hey, we just bought a house. And I'm like, oh, wow, great. The two of them. And it's like, it's a 7,000 square foot house. And it's like, what What were you thinking? You know, it's like, well, the quality of the build and everything else. And, and it's a beautiful home, you know. But, uh, you know, like, okay, well, here's what it's going to, and we just plug it in. We said, okay, we sell the condo. Here's the cost of the house. Here's the, the new mortgage you took on. And here we took out $300,000 and put towards it. Okay. And they said, okay, so we're still solid. We're still good. We've got inflation. We've got taxes over here. Okay, good. Thank you. So they made the decision and they made it as an informed decision. And that's it. You know, your retirement should be about informed decisions and about informed decision-making process. Our job is to give you the mathematical numbers. Our job is not to make the decision for you. And the decision-making process becomes a little bit easier when you know what's going in and what's coming out. The, the, the idea of retirement is to know those numbers and to know that you have If something crazy comes along that you want to do or something crazy comes along that you didn't expect, you've got the income to handle it, Bruce. And that's that's that misty mountain up there. You know, you're looking at this mountain range and up at the top, the the summit of the mountain is just kind of all fogged over and you don't know where the top of it is. That's a little bit about what retirement is like is you're going to make this trip, but you don't know really where you're going I'd like to do it on a clear day to see what my route is going to be. And that's kind of what the planning process does, doesn't it? Well, it gives you some clarity. I mean, but the reality is, you know, when somebody says, you know, well, I'm good for retirement. I said, okay, how do you know you're good? And they're Mm -hmm. like, well, because I've saved this amount of money. It's like, okay, so what's the expected rate of return? And they'll give you a number. You Mm -hmm. say, okay, can you tell me what the markets are going to do? And they're going, nope, no. Okay, so you really don't know what I mean, it is a giant great gamble. It is a great unknown. It really truly is. You know, I mean, look at the I always go back to the people, you know, in Enron that had their 401k and they, oh, man, Enron's going to the moon. Hey, my stocks in Enron. And how many people walked out the door of that company with, with a cardboard box of their desk articles and zero dollars in their 401k when the company went bust? So, I mean, you've got to say what is known and what is not known. And that's the key element of planning is saying, you know, like we don't know what the future holds, but whenever we look at returns, we say, okay, if the markets do average, here's where you should be. If the markets do great, you know, yeah, you could be up here, but if the markets do poorly, so we're testing in advance, what if the markets underperform significantly? How will that affect your retirement? 
But then we start to couple these things. We said, okay, what if they raise taxes 10% and the markets underperform? What if a spouse prematurely dies and, and a retirement income stream or a social security income disappears from the equation? See, you can't do this stuff in your head. You can't do this stuff scratching that on a piece of paper. And somebody can't just say, oh, you're going to be fine. You have enough money. And that covers all sins. No, it doesn't work that way. If good enough is good enough for you, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're truly trying to seek out a plan to maximize your benefits and be best prepared for what is known and unknown in your retirement future, you need to hit retirement taxes today, download our free ebook, and schedule your consultation with us. Again, it's at retirementtaxes.com. Check that out today or 888-888-5601. This has been Get More Retirement Radio. To find out more about the power of tax freedom discovery planning, go to retirementtaxes.com. That's retirementtaxes.com. Or contact us at the Wealthcare Investment Center, 888-888-5601. That's 888-888-5601. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Bruce Smith is an investment advisor representative of the Wealthcare Investment Center, a state-registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Bruce Smith is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance licensed in Pennsylvania, number 363524.